Hey guys, welcome back to season two of Where Are Joe and the Curls. I am finally back from my sabbatical. I think it's mutual when I say that I have missed you guys as much as you have missed me. I am so glad to be back. You guys don't understand how much this podcast means to me. Before I begin though, I would like to let you know a little bit about the things that were going on on my leave. So I'll start by saying that I was finally able to reach 20 countries. That is a huge blessing in and of itself. And the podcast, as I was on leave, was still moving up the ladder. We were able to manage 570 downloads from 11 countries, 93 cities, and over 16 states. Oof, you guys don't understand how lucky I am, how blessed I feel, how excited it gets me. So please continue to download the episodes. Leave a review, leave comments, continue to share with me how much this podcast means to you or the effect that it has on you. Now also the podcast, because it doesn't stop there, the podcast has ranked number 108 in Indonesia. Oof, Indonesia, I'm soon coming for you, I promise. Last but not least, my team and I were able to donate over $500 in school supplies to the Dominican Republic. Again, guys, like I've told you guys, this is much more than a podcast. It's much more than a shirt with my face on it, with my body on it. This is about the community that I'm able to build and about giving back to those in need. During my leave also, I was binge watching Manifest. I'm not going to lie. I was was working on myself too, as I said I would. But I was also binge watching Manifest. Oof, this show left me crazy. If you have not watched it, don't worry. I won't spoil it for you, I promise. I'll just tell you the top lessons that I got from it. The reason why I want to begin with this with this show, or telling you about this show and the lessons that I've learned, is because this show right me introduced all the remaining episodes. So if in this episode I'm a little bit unclear about certain things, don't worry. I promise that I'll answer it in my next few episodes. So now, I'll begin by saying, or giving you the definition of manifest. Most of you know the spiritual meaning behind manifest, which is to bring something tangible into your life through your beliefs or your thoughts. So basically, you attract things, something. You're thinking about it, you're praying about it, and you pray about it, you think about it so much that it actually comes to life. Now, the actual definition of manifest is also that is clear or obvious to the eye or mind or to display and to show. So flight 828 is supposed to land from Montego Bay to New York, but it never lands until five and a half years later. So the passengers, when they land, they start to discover that they are able to hear and see things much more clearly. They have these visions, right? These visions help them basically help other people, save other people's lives, And they're all just connecting it to different things, right? So immediately, I'm like, oh, shit. This plane lands from Montego Bay to New York. Now, if you've heard of Montego Bay, you know everything that I've experienced. So immediately, all my little sensor (laughs) starts going up. And I'm like, oh, shit. And how I related that was, right away, I'm like, 
my awakening happened the same way as them. I landed from Montego Bay into New York and that's when my transformation began. That before I took that trip to Jamaica, I feel like I was walking dead. And that was because of anxiety and my panic attacks. I was constantly just thinking about death. I wasn't really living. I wasn't present because all my thoughts were consumed on, oh my God, I'm going to die right here. I'm about to have a panic attack or I'm about to have a heart attack. I'm about to pass out and die. And there was moments in my life where I don't really, I don't really have memory of those events, even though I know that I would, I was supposed to be having a good time because I was, I was physically there, but mentally I was gone. Panic attacks and anxiety robbed a lot from me. It robbed me from like actually being present. It robbed me from like me giving people the best version of myself. It drove me insane. Um, it, it got really dark, right? But up until Jamaica and when I landed back in New York, there was something in me that switched. There was a spiritual awakening, just like how the passengers from Flight 8 to the passengers came back to redo life. This was their second chance. And I felt like, for me, Jamaica was my second chance because, as you may have heard in Colorado and France, I really couldn't grasp the idea that this was my redo. That yes, I was dealing with anxiety or panic attacks, but that I was looking at it from the wrong lens. You know, instead of like saying, okay, this is my chance to fix everything else, I was just so consumed into my thoughts and into me dying that I wasn't really living. But I can show you guys a journal entry where after the Colorado flight, I wrote all the things that I wanted to accomplish. I wrote down all the things that would make me or the things that I can get up and do to make me feel like a brand new person. Like such as I remember like yoga, um, reading more because at that time I wasn't reading, um, listening to different kinds of music, traveling more, you know, but I didn't do those things, right? So yes, I got to redo my life through Colorado and France, but again, I wasn't living. But then when I was brought back from Montego Bay to New York, that's when like my life really like blew up where I was so present. I was able to enjoy more, give more, love more, like I was more myself. And I was becoming who I was supposed to become. The passengers from flight 828, they come back and they're in search for that death date, right? And that's exactly what I was doing. I was like, oh my God, am I going to die here? Am I going to die five days from now? Am I going to die seven? Oh no, it could be six. But no, it could be right here in the moment. Like it was so insane that I would like stay up sometimes till three in the morning. Like fuck, like I'm about to die right here. I'm about to have a heart attack, you know? So just how they were searching for their death date to fix it, to reverse it. That's what I was trying to do. Like figure out all the ways that I could die and not do those things. So like, let's say I remember I was on a bus to Atlantic City. I'm like, but I can die right here, right? Or like taking a flight from a country to another country. I'm like, oh my God, I can die right here. I was so fixated and obsessed with like figuring out when I was going to die that I wasn't living. And it was insane. It was driving me really crazy. So just like them, I was highly afraid of dying, but I was also afraid of living, which made no sense. So just like them, how they, when they ignore their callings, when they ignore their voices, when they ignore um, the visions that they get, the louder that they became. And that's exactly what was happening to me. The more that I ignored life itself, the more that I was fearing, right? So as I was not doing things like working out, reading, enjoying time with my family, you know, the more that I became sucked into myself. My mental health was consuming me, just like how this how they were obsessing over their death date, how they were ignoring the callings and they kept getting loud. One of them had said like, you have to die in order to live. 
And it's so true. I had to experience Colorado. I had to experience France in order to start living, right? But I wasn't doing that. So God sent me to Jamaica, which was my awakening. And you know, that's when I really started living life and helping others and being more passionate, being more caring, being more grateful. So now the biggest lesson that they taught, and it's something that they continue mentioning throughout almost all the episodes in the first and the second season is that it's all connected. How everything that you go through, even as a small child, the people you date, the person you met on the train, the person that studies with you, the school that you picked, the trips that you go on, the friends that you make, thing is connected, right? And sometimes we don't feel like it is. We're, we're always questioning like, why did this happen, you know? Everything happens for a reason. There are no coincidences. You're at the right place at the right time. That wrong place, wrong time thing for me, it really doesn't exist. I feel like that's just a selfish way for us to look at things. There is a theory that says that we're all connected by six degrees of separation, which means you usually know someone through six degrees, right? So like think about when you're scrolling through Instagram and this random person that you've never seen follows you, but they have a mutual friend, right? And it's like, okay, well, I've never seen you, but I know your friend. We're all connected. Whether you want to realize that or not, whether it takes you six months, a year, three years to realize it, everything in your life is connected. Everything happens for a reason. Everything has something to serve. And you'll realize that once you're not paying attention to the lessons that someone's supposed to teach you, the universe will keep sending you different people with the same lessons. And I cannot wait to show you how the universe was doing this for me. And I kept questioning. It was person, yeah, I promise you, it was person after person, the same lesson. And I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, is it me? What's wrong? And it wasn't until like the last one that I'm like, God, listen, I have had enough of this shit. <laughs> I cannot go through this one more time for me to actually sit down and realize like, yo, they're not the problem. It's going to keep happening to you until you don't sit down with yourself and you don't realize what it is that they have to teach you, right? So again, everything in your life is connected. There are so many things that I have been through in life that have made me or got me to where I am now. And without those things, I wouldn't be here, like sitting here and just telling you my stories, right? Had I continued to miss the lesson, I would have probably still been in the same shit and you guys will hear all about it. But it's not until you actually... But it's not until you actually pay attention, you sit down with yourself and ask yourself, why are this, why is this repeating, right? And that goes for depression, anxiety, the men, the women, the friends that you meet, the friends and the people who you surround yourself with. You feel like everybody's betraying you. You feel like everybody's cheating on you. You feel like everyone's hurting you. But what kind of hurt are they doing to you? Stop for a moment. And I know that we come out of this place of ego where we're just hurt. And we're always thinking, oh, or blaming them. Oh, it has to be you. Oh, but it was them that did this to you. Yes, they did this to you. But look much deeper and see why it happened. Try to connect what it is that, that the universe is trying to teach you. Because there is a huge lesson in it all. And once I began seeing people for the lessons that they could teach me, the things that they had to offer me, or what I had to offer them, life became better. It became more, much more meaningful for me, right? And again, as I'll tell you in different episodes, I became, I sat down more with people and watch, and was more focused on what they had to tell me and the, what I can tell them. So I, from that moment on, after watching Manifest, trying to learn the things that I can help others achieve or what they can help me achieve. And I know that it might sound selfish to some people. It's like, oh, you're only looking at people for what you have to gain. 
But no, you might miss how what you have to bring can help them. Could be life changing, and it could be one small piece of advice. It could be a two sentences that you tell them. It could be something that you tell them to buy, something to like a trip to take on. You know that could be life changing for them. I'm gonna jump back to me telling you that they had this ability to see and hear things, right? That, my friend, is our intuition. <clears throat> that is our intuition, and I can, I seriously, I cannot wait to tell you guys how many times I've missed out on things, how many times I put myself through the same thing, how many times I called myself crazy, how many times my intuition came back to smack me in the face, like you should have listened to the first time, you wouldn't be here, right? So the way that they were ignoring these visions, the way that they were ignoring the things that they were hearing, that's how I put myself into perspective. I'm like, if you would have just listened to yourself, if you would have just went with your instinct, this would not have happened. So we begin to question our intuition and that's okay. You know, we start doubting it like, damn, is this anxiety? I know I did that. Is this anxiety or is this intuition? Is this just me being crazy? That was my famous line. Like you're just being crazy. So I began to ignore it. Right. And what happens with that? We start asking the universe for signs, right? We start reading horoscopes. We start getting, you know, our cards read, which that's my next episode. Because all because we just do not want to listen to ourselves. We have the answer. We often look for signs or ask the universe for signs just to keep on ignoring them. Listen, I've done it too, where I'll be like, universe, send me a sign. And God will be like, here. And I'll be like, nah, that's not the sign I want. <laughs> send it back. I need another one. I need a bigger one, right? And then when I finally see, I'm like, oof, I should, like, I knew this from the beginning. Feeling is much more than just that feeling telling you to check your man or your girlfriend's phone. It's also like the places that you shouldn't be in, the people that you surround yourself with. You know, when you meet a stranger, I have, I have this, um, and I call this luck, but now I know better where I would meet a person and I can tell you, I, I mean, you've heard this cause I've said this before. From the first moment, I can tell you I'm going to like them. If something is a, if something powerful is going to happen between them, if something bad is going to happen between us, I just get the vibes, right? And usually, I don't ever ignore them about people. Like, I'm really set on, like, once I meet you from that first hello, that first impression, I can already tell what you're capable of. I can feel your energy. I'm really, really big on energy, right? Sometimes I've ignored it and I paid the price. But, hey, here we are. That's where the lessons come in deeper too some people can see things in you that you can't see for yourself right but if you cannot see it for yourself then it's useless because you won't act on it so people can tell you like you know start the podcast start the book drop your release your album you know but until you don't really feel it you won't act on it but sometimes we need these outer source because we can't see it for ourselves so people can reassure you i can tell you how great you are you can tell me how great i am but if i don't believe it then it means nothing to me. So it's much more about us realizing our potential, looking at yourself through your lens. And sometimes these, these lens can be blurry and we do need that outside source like telling us. So what ends up happening is that 10 people come, could come to you and tell you that you're doing amazing, that you look great, but it has to do with your inner work, right? And I was at a point in my life where a lot of people were telling me great things about myself, but I couldn't see it. Then it took me to like Jamaica and after Jamaica was when I really started believing. I don't know what happened. There was something that clicked in me that I'm like, no, like these people are right. And it's time for me to start showing up as my true self. It's start for me to 
live up to my potential, right? To rise up, to meet people where they think that I'm at. And they were setting high standards for me. We often tend to limit ourselves because we don't see it. But please believe me that the universe sends you other people to tell you, to teach you, to make you believe in yourself. Which is why I'm so big on telling people. If you like this podcast, tell me. If you like her clothes, tell her. Like, you know, tell people because it might change their life. There's this one episode where... um a few of the passengers couldn't see what the other passengers were seeing, right? And again, it goes back to show us, like, there's going to be times that the universe will send you people to show you what you're capable of. Do not limit yourself. You have to believe in yourself. When somebody tells you you look great, go off, go run with it. When somebody t- um, tells you or compliments your artwork, go and run off with it. You guys don't understand how many times I received the message that like triggered me that I'm like, oh my God, I gotta do this. I gotta, I gotta give more because of the encouragement that I received. So again, it's really tough for us to sometimes see our potential. It's sometimes hard for us to see what we're capable of making. So which is why I'm telling you like, no, show people love, tell them how you feel because they're not able to see it for themselves. So now in season three, they present this episode and it's about the last trial which the last trial is about three men who get a second chance at life, right? The first one uses his second chance to find love. The second one uses his chance to find peace. The third one wants revenge. And because he's so addicted to getting revenge, he ends up dying. And I was sitting hard with this, right? Okay, the first one wanted love. The first one got peace, right? That's at the stage that I was in. Like, I just want love and peace, right? But this third one, this third one really stood out to me because he was so addicted to vengeance. And I feel like that was me before. I was in this stage before my life where I was super petty, right? Like you took five minutes to respond back, I'll take five. You took three, I'll take six. Like everything that I did was calculated. Like you hurt me, no, I gotta hurt you back, right? And that's where we end up fucking ourselves over, right? Because we always want vengeance. We want to do and treat people exactly the way that they do us. Some people are stuck in the past. They choose to live miserably. They choose to not heal, right? And I'm talking about these people that you see that they're always arguing. They get mad at everything and then they explode. Like the train is late, right? The train has stopped for a minute and they're already screaming, you know? They are walking around with all this built up, all this anger, right? And that's usually what happens. Like you bump somebody by accident and like, what the fuck, you know? Or like you talk to someone, you tell them something and it automatically triggers. It triggers them into cursing you out because they're not healed. These people have not chosen to forgive and that's the point in my life where I was at, where everything would trigger me. And I'm not saying that I still don't have triggers, but these people get triggered by anything. Anything that you say to them triggers them back to a point in their childhood, you know, a point in their teenage years, a point in their adult life where they were ignored, where they were, you know, filled with anger and they have to release. This whole season is basically me showing you my childhood traumas, the things, the people, the places, that I've been to, that I, the people that I've met, that have allowed me to begin my inner heal, that have allowed me to look deep inside myself, to look not just at the beautiful parts, but the ugly parts too. And because of the people, the places, everything that has aligned, that has been connected, is what has pushed me to want to heal, to want to work on myself every day, you know? And that's what I want for you too. Because who wants to carry, who wants to be petty? Like, who wants to carry hate? Who wants to be miserable 24-7? Nobody does, right? And that's how I used to live. Like, trust me, you do not want to be there. So there's a verse in the Bible, Romans 8-8, which says all things work together for good. So exactly how I told you that there's things that trigger people so easily, right? There will be things that trigger you. 
But what I like to do is I like to see the good in everything, whether that's a death, the train running five minutes late, me missing the bus, me missing a conference, me missing an interview. Everything happens for a reason. And it's best to look for the good things in everything because life will be much more better. You'll be much more grateful. And again, I'm not saying sh like bad shit happens. It does. But what is it trying to teach you? What can you learn from that? How can you grow from it? I want to end it by sharing with you two quotes that I took from the show. My last two quotes. One is the truth will always set you free. And I think it's a rule that we should all live by. Honesty is so much better. I'd rather people hurt me with the truth then you know, love me with lies. I think it's a way of life. I don't know how to lie, to be honest. So maybe that's what I'm saying it, but maybe there are some situations or some scenarios where you should lie. But I think it's always best to go with the truth. We are all passengers in a journey far greater than ourselves. And we can change our lives at any given moment. Realize what it is that you want to do. Realize what it is that you want to work on. And get to it. Do it now. Do it, do it afraid. Do it scared. Do it alone. Do it however you can. But just get to it. Don't wait until the end to start. Now I can't wait. I promise you. Season 2. It's about to get real down and dirty. I want to be the, the whole other side of me. Because I'm just going to tell you from now. I am the problem. I have caused a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said. The universe sent me a few people to teach me my lessons. And again, I am so excited to be back. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this one. Again, please download the episode, leave a review, rate it, leave a comment. I cannot wait to hear back from you guys. And let's make it.